This is a Rooster Teeth production. This is episode nine. This will be our first episode back. Woo! Um, after our uh, hiatus, because we're a seasonal podcast. Yeah. You're um, welcome. Yeah. You all hate it, but I'm doing it for you. <laughs> oh. oh, he's doing it for us. He's not doing it to us. Um, <laughs> we're at Cherrywood Coffeehouse, which is not my favorite favorite coffee house in all of Austin but before we get into the coffee um so you know our last episode was at RTX it was the leaked audio I'm gonna find whoever leaked it and get them but that wasn't originally the plan for what we were supposed to release Eric and I were gonna sit down after our panel at RTX and record a special mini episode oh really but Eric forgot to bring batteries for okay the so we we started recording and then like full batteries. 30 seconds in Eric's like oh that's weird it stopped recording and I said are the batteries dead he said no it's got full batteries and then he turned it on again and it immediately died again and I said it looks like the batteries are dead dude he's like no it says it's full then he was like 30, 10 seconds later he's like oh no you're right they're dead it's like so- it starts it full <laughs> this is a a little zoom recorder where it starts as full great audio texture. <laughs> Uh, it's trash day. It starts as full, and then will just bars will disappear. <laughs> That's a lot of texture. <laughs> so we were sitting down with um, my friend Jomi was there, works for the Ringer, and then James, James Willems, Willems was there. Yeah. And we're like, I'm like, oh, this will be like a lot of fun. And then we just couldn't record anything. So let me get this straight. Yeah, we're a seasonal podcast, correct? But when we went off season, uh-huh. you and I did a special episode. Uh huh. And then we did uh, we somehow the uh, the panel at RTX. I don't know who got that. Yes. And then you had a plan to record another because that was just supplemental episode. Yes. So if we're gonna cover every week with supplemental episodes, Uh why are we seasoning? That's the (laughs) thing. Makes no sense. You're right. I agree. I told Eric we shouldn't be doing an episode every week. The point is to take a break and to step away, not to record. Like like what I said was look at Black Box Down. We step away. We do. So we space out supplemental releases to give us some research time, <laughs> and then we come back fresh. Look at face every week. Boom. Never take a break. Never. Yeah. And you're not burned out at all on that, right? You I'm love face. You not can do at it. all. You can do I it until the end of time. That show has X factors that I don't know we have in other shows, and mostly that's just Andrew Panton with an idea. And a oh, wish. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, so I, I, I like that there's signs all over the inside of this coffee shop yes. that say, please bus your own table. But nobody does, and the grackles are going to town I over there. I have always bust my own table. Uh, By the way, good morning, Gus. Good uh, morning, hello. Eric. Yes, yes. Good morning. I mean, this is grackle town right now going on over here. Um, so this 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 coffee shop's right next to a convenience store called Monarch, Monarch Food Mart. It's been here for a long time. I can't remember. Do you remember what it was before it was no, it was a coffee shop? Oh, uh, shit. No, I don't remember. It was Quacks. It, it was, was Quacks. It was a, it was right. A, it was a Quacking right. Bushes, yeah. Quack. That was back in 99? I... Question mark? 2000? Yeah, it would have been. Somewhere right I want to say they, uh, I want to say they flipped to Cherrywood maybe around 2003 or four. Was it that late? Oh, I thought it was earlier. So Quacks is over like at 43rd and Duval. Captain Quackenbushes. They used to have a couple Duval. locations. Didn't they have a location down on the drag as well? Yeah, they had one on the drag. Yeah, uh, now it's just 43rd and Duval. But um, the Monarch is right next door, which is a convenience store I've been going to for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, we, I used to play D&D with Adam, Justin, and Frank. And uh, Adam lived not too far from here, a little south, back in the, God, I don't know, what was late 90s, early 2000s? Oh, down on MLK or whatever? Or tw- yeah, I've got stories about that house, actually. I'm going to tell in a minute. Do you remember the day we drove by and we saw the house next to it burned to the ground? Yeah, that was wild. We, we got out and we took photos with our phones? It, it, no, with digital cameras with because digital phones cameras. didn't have cameras yet. I wonder whatever happened to those photos. But um, 
I used to stop here on the way down to Adams because I would, uh, I don't know why, like I think I would turn here and I would mm. go down Cherrywood, which, you know, turns into Pleasant Valley over there. And uh, I would get like beer or whatever at the Monarch. I've been going to this uh, coffee store for a long time. And I remember there used to always be this like really friendly Pakistani dude who worked there. Mm-hmm. But like all of a sudden one day, like in 2009, 2010, he was just like gone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I always wonder what happened. He, always, he was like, I don't know, he was always like, Super affable and like always talk to everyone. Like he remember. Like I'd only come in like once a week maybe, but he'd always remember me and he, like just chit chat about he whatever. Was one of those dudes that instantly remembered your name. Yeah, and you felt like a like a like a like a regular. Yeah, he made you feel like a regular. Yeah, I remember him too. He was he was a delight. And then he, uh, <laughs> well, he went he went he left. <laughs> <laughs> I think that what the story I heard because uh, he worked with another. Uh, man from Pakistan. The other man was older. Yeah, and he was uh, like his nephew or something. Right. I think. Yeah. yeah I think he was. Uh, he was the the dude's uncle. And uh, I asked about him, or I, I I don't remember how I heard it actually, but uh, I heard that uh, he got sent back to Pakistan. Oh man. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he got in trouble here or, or something happened, but he was no longer here. But not like legal trouble. I think he got like in like yeah family trouble family or trouble, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, he but didn't, uh, he didn't like commit a bunch of crimes and then have to get yeah get, no 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 leave the country or anything. Um, he but, was awesome. He was an awesome guy. Yeah, God, I wish I could remember his name. It was like yeah. Samir. It's been so, it long. so long. I mean, yeah. it's been over a decade. But anyway, I used to drive down. Like I'm saying, I used to drive down uh, over here because I would drive down Cherrywood to get to Adam's old house. It was like off of I don't want to say too specifically. It was over there. You know yeah. where it was. And um, he doesn't live there anymore, and he hasn't for a very. He long has not time. lived there for a long time. But I remember it was it was it was. I think it, the, the back, house might. Back the, the house is still there. I drove by it a couple weeks ago. But back, you know, we talk about the gentrification and how much Austin has pushed east and pushed a lot of people out. That neighborhood was like, it was a little rough around the edges back then. And I remember uh, sometimes I would go down there to play D&D at Adams, and you know, he didn't have a very big driveway or anything, so I'd like, have to park in the neighborhood. And I, <laughs> regularly I would park in front of a house, get out with my, my D&D books and dice to go to Adam's house, and the owner of the house would come out and start yelling at me, telling me I couldn't park in front of their house. I'd be like, well, I'm not going to leave my car here. They're going to obviously yeah. fuck with it if I leave. <laughs> so I'd have to like get in my car and try to, fi- try to find a house where no one was paying attention to park there to go play Dungeons & Dragons. I remember we were playing D&D once at Adam's house, and uh, we were in the kitchen, around the kitchen table playing, and I was like, Adam, I, I think there's someone on your front porch, out in front of your front door. He goes, oh, yeah, that's my neighbor. And I was like, what's he doing out there? And Adam's like, oh, uh, he sells drugs there sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, what? He goes, yeah, he doesn't want to do it in front of his house because he doesn't want to get in trouble. Uh, so he comes and sells it in front of my house. <laughs> I'm like, are you okay with that? He's like, well, I'm not going to tell him no. <laughs> Adam then moved to another house further east where I would go. It's a really cool place, actually. Uh, but I would go visit him, and it'd be like, you know, like a Texas summer day like today where it's going to hit 110 degrees, and there would be a dude outside at 2 in the afternoon with a puffy jacket on, you know? And you'd be like, oh. So I guess the drug dealers followed him. Yeah. Uh, well, he just he was just attracted to a certain neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, but yeah, that was a uh, it was good times. That dude was always out there. I never met, I never met, talked to him. I never met yeah, him. But yeah. it was like I could recognize him. It was like I know that dude. <laughs> Man, yeah, it was, that was a feels like that was a lifetime ago. How's uh how's your summer so far? How's your Texas summer? It's okay. It's unbearably hot right now. Uh, ERCOT, which is like the Energy Reliability Council of Texas, they like manage the power grid for the state of Texas, issued a, an alert today that mm-hmm. they're going to potentially have rolling blackouts in the entire state. Because it's so hot and they don't have enough electricity. Yeah. It. Thank rained. God we're. Thank God we're not connected to the fucking U.S. grid. Yeah. <laughs> that would be terrible if we could request more power. It rained yesterday. In some, like in North Austin. Northwest Austin. It, it, like Cedar Park. It. It rained on me yesterday. 
Really? Yeah. I'm not in North whatever Austin, no. Oh. It, like, I, it rained for probably like 10 minutes. Like, big fat drops that like, it was never a big steady rain. Just big heavy drops that you could like walk in between. It wow. was crazy. And it was 106 degrees. I went to a, uh, it was not, it didn't, like, I don't live too far from, without outing myself, I don't live too terribly far from far west, but I went to a uh, estate sale there last night to try to buy some baseball cards. Last night? Yeah, it opened, it was a 5.30 p.m., it was a surprise estate sale. Like a 5.30 p.m. Sunday night estate sale? What happened? As I understand it. I think this is a a prank we used to play when we used to go to garage sales back in the day. Here, I can can explain it. (laughs) So my girlfriend is in with all the estate sale companies. Like, she follows them all on Instagram and she converses with them. Uh And they had an estate sale, and then I think they cleared the place out. Then they opened the attic and realized that they hadn't checked the attic, and there was oh. a whole bunch of more shit there. And so they had like, uh, like uh, from for three hours, like five thirty to eight thirty. You come on a Sunday night, and whatever's here, you can, you know. So we got there, and it had just rained. And I don't live too terribly far from that, and it was dry as dicks where I was. Anyway, there was a lot of baseball cards, and some fucking old man with a like, a, some old man with like a spelunkers. Uh, light on his forehead. He's a big Spelunky cosplayer. Like, like he was serious. He had like tactical gear on. Uh-huh. Like he was like this guy's like a fucking like an estate sale raider, and uh, he he somehow snaked it all from me. I think no. it, yeah, I was really bummed. That that reminds really me. Really bummed. When you you know we've talked about your house that got foreclosed on by the HOA. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, repossessed yeah. and everything. You left a bunch of comics in the attic of that house. I didn't left thirteen you? video game consoles in that attic too. Our entire collection that we had what? gotten from garage sales. Yeah, I forgot about it. Left it all in the attic, and then I remembered, and I went, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't, but wasn't it like years worth of comics? Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. You try not to think about it. You don't I seem do. you don't seem I very do. enthusiastic about this topic at the moment. Yeah, I was like, I somehow along the way lost about ten thousand comic books, and I'm not. They were some of them were there. It wasn't all of them, and I'm not. It was. I vaguely remember in my drinkiest of drinking days offering them to somebody, but I don't remember giving them to anyone, and I feel like I would remember going to my storage shed and unlocking it and opening it and helping people take out 12 long boxes of comics, but they're just not there, and so I don't know if somebody broke into my storage shed and got them, or if I was that hammered that mm-hmm. I just don't remember it, but yeah, it's, it's like a, there's a gap in my memory, and I don't know what happened to those. I was driving down in South Austin last weekend. Yeah, last week. Well, I like in the holiday weekend, mm-hmm. right? Like 4th of July, 5th of July, right around then. And I drove down, what is that, like South First and William Cannon, and sure. I passed by that old comic shop. Oh, yeah. Where you used to go to, you used to spend a lot of time there. Like Yeah, I used to I used to work there sometimes. Yeah, like yeah. 25 years ago or something. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, it was like, it was like that strip mall, or not that strip mall, it's not even a strip mall, like a little shopping center is like identical. Like the names of the businesses have changed, but you could take a look at that and be, you'd have no idea what year you were in looking at it from the street. That guy's name was Mark. He was one of my first friends in Austin. I, I lost contact with him over the years. That was. Have I told the my Neil Gaiman story on this podcast? No. I uh, so he was the first person I made friends with. I lived at William Cannon in South First before I worked at. Uh, yeah. Even before I worked at Telenetwork. I feel like we have heard the Neil Gaiman story on this podcast. We probably have. But how you acted like you didn't yeah, know didn't him. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no oh. big deal. Yeah. That yeah. was his yep. comic shop yeah. that I was working Got at when it. I did that. That's yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I lived at South First and William Cannon in a place called Cooper's Hill. It's not Cooper's Hill anymore. It's still there, but it's Something a different. different. Yeah. yeah. I was, 
So I was asking you guys how you're enjoying your summer. I, uh, I'm delighted in, uh, at all the threads on Reddit right now in the Austin subreddit from people that are discovering Austin summers. <laughs> for the first, like, I just moved here from South Carolina, and I thought South Carolina was hot. And it's like, no. Well, it's hot. There's, okay. Is this nor- a lot of, like, is this normal? Like, this is, un- how do people, this isn't sustainable. And it's like, well. The, the Austin subreddit is very snarky and mean. Mm-hmm. But there's one dude they're not mean enough to. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm glad you brought up the Austin subreddit because I've been thinking about this person. Last week in the Austin subreddit, someone posted a thread that was like, "My thoughts on Austin after four days." Oh, yeah. it, it's like yeah. someone who moved to oh, Austin after four Lord. days. Yeah, and they were all. Everyone was like super positive, like, "Oh yeah, super cool." And the person was like, "I moved here. For, I forget from where. Like yeah. down in the South First and Dittmar area, which is down like what we're talking about yeah, that yeah. area." And you know, had their thoughts on various things in Austin so far, and everyone was like super positive. And I was like, "Well, that's weird." Oh well, whatever. Then he made a follow-up post like yesterday. That's like a follow-up. My thoughts on Austin after eleven days. After eleven days. And uh, you know, continued thoughts on you know Buda, I guess, because he lives so far south. <laughs> and then again, everyone's like super positive. Like, oh yeah, this is great. Thank you. Oh, this was a great read. I'm like. This is the Austin subreddit, right? I thought everyone here was like super mean and they're being like super nice to this person. I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> we, can't, we can't let this slide. You can't be nice to this person. Who cares what the fuck this person thinks? That's- you have to live here for 25 years and start a podcast before people <laughs> listen to your thoughts on Austin. It's just very like surface level, like we ate at these food trucks. And it's like, yeah. Who- so you saw it too. Yeah, then. absolutely. Yeah, because I just went. This is fucking absurd. <laughs> Just went like, who cares? That's like if I were to visit Chicago right now and be like, my thoughts on Chicago after three days. Yeah. And it's like, you have no, you're on a surface level so of I've a mo- surface level. So I've moved to Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Here's my five day experience. It's 100% what yeah. it is. It's that. I've got to figure it out. It's like, look, I don't think there's a need to be like gatekeepy about Austin. It no. just feels weird. And I, and I agree with Gus because the Austin subreddit is such a It's so mean. Firm. <laughs> It is one of the more intransigent (laughs) subreddits in terms of To have a guy go, I love this place after 11 days, and it's like, great, I guess. Well, no, even before the four days, and then he's like, my last night was popular, so I'm going to do a follow-up here of my 11-day thought. Here's what I thought after one long weekend. Day 17. Uh, Bizarre. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't read other city subreddits. Uh, no, why, why would you? Right. But it's like I subscribe to the awesome one just because, well, first of all, you can keep up on like local news. But second of all, it's like it's just really entertaining. Everyone's really into it. Like I don't know if you remember a few years ago, there was the Austin Cobra. Uh, and uh-huh, people got really uh-huh. into that on the Austin subreddit. Were you living here when the Austin Cobra the happened? Austin Cobra? <laughs> there was like a snake? Yeah, there yeah, was yeah, a yeah. cobra on the loose in the city. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they were like tracking how? it on the Austin subreddit. Wait, how? It was like a dude who owned a bunch of uh, snakes and animals. I want to say he was like from Colleen or somewhere like just north of here. And he came down to Austin and the police found him dead in his car in a parking lot of like a Home Depot in North Austin and the doors were open and there were a bunch of like empty animal carriers. This and no- yeah, he o- apparently owned a Cobra and the Cobra had gotten out of the carrier and was then loose somewhere in oh North Austin. It, got, it killed him. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, I think the speculation is that he, uh, he had the snake bite him. Like he committed suicide by this snake. Suicide by snake. And then like let the snake loose. And so for like a couple of weeks, people were like freaked out. Like, there's a cobra loose. We have to find it. They found the dead cobra a couple weeks. Later. It got yeah. run over in the parking lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it, it made it like 50 feet and got run over by a car. 
Uh, but uh, <laughs> the Austin subreddit was just rife with people speculating about where the Austin Cobra was wow. and who they wanted it to bite. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I moved here when the there were a bunch of like mail bombs or like oh, that's like yeah. that was like the week I moved here and my mom was going. Oh, how's Austin? I'm like, great. I think they're still trying to catch that guy who's like blowing people up or something. That was so sad. That was crazy. Yeah. That yeah. was insane. That was ridiculous. The weirdest part about that to me was, you know, after the investigation, you know, they found the guy and, uh, you know, he, he died. But um, the weirdest part about that to me was when the FBI was like, yeah, we got his manifesto and all of his writings, but it's all nonsense, so we're not going to release any of it. Uh, Really? Yeah, they never released any of his writings or uh. like any of his uh, audio or anything. They just said like it's it's beyond comprehension. There's no no value from releasing any of this because it was such a weird random act. Huh. Wow. So no no real closure on that, and it's, it was seemingly random. You know, he was yeah. mailing some. He would set up you know explosives on sidewalks in random neighborhoods. There was no like method to it. He even went down. I think he set up like a tripwire and mine like down off of Southwest Parkway. Yeah. Which that area down there, that interchange of highways used to always intimidate me when I first moved to Austin. Really? Like, what is that? Like, Ben Y, Mopac, and like, what, 290 and 71, like, yeah. just before the Y? Just because it's like, you confused as to where to go? Well, yeah, because like, back then, the only Best Buy in town was that Best Buy down there at that uh, intersection. So if I wanted to go buy like a DVD or do you a video game. Do you remember that we would we would go to that Best Buy constantly? Yes. We would also go to that Serrano's next door just because Dude. there was a hostess that we were all had the hots for. <laughs> yeah. I wanted she was to, super pretty. It's funny you say that because I wanted to tell a Serrano story today, but we used to always go to that Best Buy on Tuesday because Andrew, you know, let us clue us in to the fact that that you know, obviously, we knew that's when new movies came out, but that yeah. Best Buy would sell them on a discount, like on their release day. So whenever we'd have lunch from the call center, we'd go down to that Best Buy because it was well, Ben White didn't extend all the way east to 35, yeah, but yeah. we'd get on Ben White, and I mean it did extend, but it wasn't a freeway, and we'd go down to that Best Buy to look for movies on Tuesdays. But um, we we would do a lot of we would try to find activities to do at lunch. I don't know if you remember. I was also thinking about this the other day. Do you remember when we would go to the airport for lunch? Yes. Yes. This was pre-9-11, yes, pre when you could walk into the airport and do whatever you wanted. There was a Salt Lake at the airport, yeah. Uh, yeah. and it was like, oh, we like going to the Salt Lake, but it's so far. It's like our call center wasn't too far from the airport. It's like, oh, let's just go to the airport, and we'll get like a brisket sandwich at the Salt Lake. It was like a third the distance to go to eat at the Salt Lake at the airport than it was to get on 1826 or whatever and yeah. go down. To, yeah. And the Salt Lake back then, like the Salt Lake is still at the airport, but back then it's like... It was across the way from where it is now, like over where like that Amy's ice cream is, mm -hmm. and they even had like a little pit where they would like supposedly cook the food there. Uh, it was like really, really weird. Uh, now they, it looks a lot more professional, but we would go down there just because you could. I mean, we were trying to get away from the call center and <laughs> just like do something to get through the drudgery of the day. But Serrano's—that's what I was going to talk about. Okay. Uh, there used to be a Serrano's over there, like off of Red River and Eleventh or Twelfth. Yes. Like just east of the Capitol. And we would eat there every now and then. It became a brick oven pizza. I don't know what it is now. It's like by where uh, Brackenridge Hospital it, used to be. It was a brick oven. It's still the shell of a brick oven pizza. I think it has been gated off, and they're going to put a condo or uh, some sort of a office park there. The uh, the Austin Evolution. But we we it had a nice courtyard that Serrano's. Yeah, we yeah. ate at that Serrano's a few times. You, yeah. me, and uh, your first ex-wife. And I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> I tricked her into eating a Serrano pepper <gasps> one time at that restaurant. Do you oh remember my God. that? Yeah, she was. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say this about her: uh, she never got over that. She <laughs> she never forgave you for that. That imprinted on her, and she 
Yeah, I think that. Ab- <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't spoken to her in 20 years, but I would imagine she's still bothered by it. <laughs> we, we were, so the name of the restaurant Serrano. So like any time, any dish you get, there's a Serrano pepper on the plate. And <laughs> I don't, like we don't eat in our meals or whatever. And so you know, you know, you don't eat the Serrano. It's hot as hell. And uh, uh, some of us did. <laughs> she like I don't I don't know what possessed her. She asked us. She was like. Like, you know, what's the deal with these peppers? Are they really hot? And I was like, no, they're really not. They're really delicious. That's why they put it on everything. They put it on the plate. Yeah, you're supposed to eat it. Why aren't you eating it? And I, like, picked it, picked mine up from my plate, and I pretended to take a bite out of it. I was like, look, see, it's fine. All good. And she's like, oh, okay. So she picked hers up and took a giant bite out of it. It's just like this raw Serrano pepper on the plate. And I remember sitting there just like... Being like, don't laugh, don't <laughs> smile, just like try to have a neutral expression on your face. And she like turned red. It was like watching a cartoon where like a cartoon character just like turns red and steam comes out of their ears. And it, but it was a combination of spiciness and fury in yeah. her case, though. <laughs> she was she was from upstate New York. They didn't have spicy food up there. He, you know what though? I'll say this, and not not because of any of the divorce stuff, but she deserved it, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> she deserved it specifically. With you and from you, because she did something to you oh. early on in the friendship. Yeah, I, 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 I can tell it's jogged a memory. Yeah, yeah. She one time, we're like twenty three. We're very young. Yeah, back yeah, then. yeah. Um, she one time went out with a bunch of her friends from work, wherever she had worked at the time, and uh, they were going to go out drinking on a Friday night. And I remember they, it was just she was a homebody, so it was weird for her to go out at all. And she was also um, she's kind of mean. And so she didn't have a lot of friends in general. Like, she didn't like people, and people mostly didn't like her. It was kind of a mutual thing. I'm not going to fault her for not liking people. No, I mean, people she was are, very, people I, are I, that's why she and Gus got along, right? Like, Gus didn't like people either. Right, right. But anyway, so she went out and, and was going to go drinking one night, and Gus and I were hanging out playing video games, and we get a call at, like, 10 o'clock, it was, I, It's maybe. funny you say I was thinking 10.30, but yeah, somewhere right around there. Like yeah, not Pretty late. early on a Friday night, and she, like, can barely talk. Like, she's ossified. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, like, I need you to come get, get me. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to come home. Had to like had to leave her car like, there. Like incomprehensible slurring. It was difficult yeah. to figure out. And so Gus and I were like, "Fuck, okay." So we get in the car and we drive. I don't even remember where she went. I remember where'd she go? It was Common Interest. What is Common Interest? It's that karaoke place over on Burnett. Yeah, I I, I felt like it was on yeah. Burnett. Yeah. yeah. So we we were off of Riverside at the time. Yeah. So we had to take the back then the ten minute drive up to Burnett <laughs> to the other end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> to pick her up, and she's in the like. She's outside waiting for us with her friends, and she's just fucking hammered and obnoxious. And we're, like, having to, like, carry, not carry, but, like, walk her to the car. And she's, like, fighting us and, like, wanting to party. She's being, like, a, a typical drunk yeah, person, yeah. you know? Like, oh, this is to hurry for. You know, that kind of stuff. And Gus is like, we really got to get you home. This is, you, you need to go home. He was really And drunk. then she just turned around and full-throated threw up on Gus. Yeah, I got... I, I got just a lo- out just of the like, blue, no. just like yeah. mid sentence, like yeah. no, I'm not no drunk. warning. I don't need to, and just hurled at Gus <laughs> all over him. Yeah, and uh, I was covered in what I suspect was a Tom Collins at one point. I rem- or multiple Tom. It would have been a Tom Collins. That was the only I, thing we. Drank I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was probably three. That was her. <laughs> that was her pass out limit. And I remember after that, I felt so bad. And so we have to get her in the car and get Gus all cleaned up and everything. And then I remember, not too terribly long after that, we got separated and then eventually divorced. Uh-huh. And I remember Gus telling me once that that night was an inflection point in our friendship. <laughs> and he went home and made a list of pros and cons. <laughs> Uh, seriously, a, a list of true. pros and cons about whether it was worth it to maintain the friendship with me because of her. 
And I, I think uh, it was close. But I, made, I, won I, out. I made a list. It's back when I lived at that apartment where we've talked about before, where the dude came out and told me his roommate was eating habanero peppers. <laughs> I was living down there, and I made a, I, a pe- I put pen to paper. It was a such a fucking stuff. gust thing to do. It, it, how, how close was it? It was. I think it was like. It was neck and neck. I think it was like one vote in the pro. Like, like I was one vote out. away from getting eliminated from our friendship. <laughs> I was, like, no, was going to get voted off Friendship Island. No rooster teeth because of this pros and cons list. It would have been an awkward working environment <laughs> oh, when we worked together. <laughs> hey, do you want to hang out later? Absolutely no. not. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you my list. <laughs> I always wanted to see that list. <laughs> I think I made it and I threw it away. I'm like, sure you did. I'm sure you did. You hold on to. Uh, I had no idea at the time how close I came to losing my friendship with Gus. And now here we are, 25 years later, we're still friends. Yeah. We're still Joke, friends. Joke's on them. Yeah. We, show, we showed everyone else. Yeah, common interest is still there. I've never been. I mean, I've been in the parking lot. I think I went in once. I don't karaoke, so. I don't either. I think it was like back at the call center. Maybe it was before you moved here. It's like with, with a bunch of call center people. Well, were, I remember there. like Ray and Nicole and all those people love that. Love yeah. the, most was, people like that, karaoke. That was the I'm bowling. Just not, I'm not, yeah. That was the bowling crew. Yeah, the bowling crew. Man, I haven't seen those people in forever. It's been a real long time. Yeah, it has. Personally, I'm not a smoker. Never uh, really been my thing, but I know plenty of smokers. Uh, Chances are, if you're not a smoker, you probably know someone close to you that smokes. And, you know, maybe uh, you want to try to edge them into ideas uh, about ways to to help them uh, get off of that and help them find ways to, to stop smoking. That's why I recommend you check out Fume. Fume is the natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, natural way to quit cigarettes it's no smoke, no vape, no nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. Fume handcrafts wood inhalers and uses cores infused with plant oil studied to curb cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to simulate menthol cigarettes and other flavors like cozy chai and lemonberry bliss for a sweeter experience. And all of their flavors are 100% natural. No harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, absolutely no nicotine. Quitting is tough, but Fume can really help. They've got thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who've tried everything else and this worked. So whether you're a smoker, an ex-smoker who still struggles with cravings, uh, or you just know a smoker uh, like I do, a fume is the perfect tool for you. Head over to breathefume.com slash anma. Use promo code anma to save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order when you go to b-r-e-a-t-h-e-f-u-m dot com slash a-n-m-a. Use code anma. So you can quit naturally with fume. Use code anma to save 10% off at breathefume.com slash anma. It's summer. Lighten up. Dad grass is great anytime they can help you chill out before a big meeting or be a new replacement to that evening glass of wine. They're the perfect pairing to everything summer has to offer. Dad grass is legal organic hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Dad grass CBD products are made with 100% organic hemp that's easy to dose and the effects come on smooth. They offer a variety of products from their tokens, smokable pre-roll joints, as well as hemp flour and variety of CBD tincture drops. Enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. And Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over. It ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Go to dadgrass.com slash anma to check out their products. Whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Dadgrass will leave you in a euphoric mood. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash anma. Go to dadgrass.com slash anma for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash anma. Yeah, but uh, it, it was one of those things when she threw up on me. Not to, not to, not to, bela- not to just you know focus belabor on this. the point. But. Yeah, belabor. Thank you. I was going to say belay. I was like, that's not it. Not to belabor the point, but I remember it happened, and I thought like in the moment, I was like, I can't get angry, I can't yell. She's drunk. Like, there's no point. reasoning with this, and also I don't want to 
discourage her from calling us again if she's too drunk to drive. So I was like, I just have to, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, I just have also, to sit here way, and get vomited on. Also, by the way, she did the right thing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. She absolutely did the yeah. right thing. She called us and we came and picked her up. Thank God she did that. Yeah. Instead of getting behind the wheel. Yeah, no, that would, that would be awful. So it was, a, it was a real biting your tongue moment, but I got, I got her back by making her bite that Serrano. She did the dumbest shit. I don't want to make this a whole indictment on uh, my failed relationships, but I'm just going to say one thing about this woman that pissed me off. One day, I got a call while I was at work, and she said, hey, just to let you know, I'm buying a new car. What? And I said, can we, aff- what? Uh, why? And she goes, I just decided I'm ready for a new car. And I go, uh, but your car's not that old. And she goes, yeah, I don't care. And I go, what are you getting? She was like, I'm at Toyota. And I was like, well, hold on. I'll take a lunch break and I'll come meet you and help you. And she goes, no, no, I can do this on my own. I don't need your help. And I go, uh, I really think that we, it, this is a major purchase. We should probably make it together, you know? And she goes, no, just I'll see you when you get home. And I come home and sure enough, there's a brand new Toyota Echo in my front, our front driveway. And I go, okay, you know, why? And she was just like, I just decided I was ready for a new car. She had like a Geo Metro and she upgraded. I, I, I cannot remember her, what car it she It was had a before. silver, it looked like a egg. It was like a Geo Metro. It was, it I remember was, the Echo, but I can't remember. Yeah, the and that. so then she ex- proceeded to tell me about what a good deal she got. She was like, really, like, I don't need you for this. I'm an independent person. I can handle this. I'm like, yeah, whatever. She got... Tricked into buying a Toyota Echo. She told me it was the rarest color that you could almost couldn't get it anywhere. Seafoam blue. Seafoam blue. Every Toyota Echo was seafoam blue, by the way. Seafoam Seafoam green green is what it was called. Seafoam green. I I corrected because I thought you were, but it was seafoam green. Which was great because every time we would leave the house, I'd go, oh, look, another one of those super rare Toyota Echoes. Well, you don't see those every day, except every day in Austin (laughs) when we see them because it's the main color. It's like, oh, I bought a tan camera. You don't see those. Uh, Speaking of what you did on the camera. I did have a tan camera. Yeah, I did. I did. What would you imagine that her interest rate would be? I, just you asking the question. I don't even want to what, venture. What year was this? Two thousand. This would have been the the year of our Lord two thousand and one. I believe. Two thousand one. Okay. Two thousand. Two thousand one. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Whatever you're about to tell me uh, is gonna. Thirteen and a half percent. She got an interest rate on a car for thirteen and a half percent on a Toyota fucking Echo. Oh yeah, but it's seafoam blue, green. Seafoam green. Yeah. You see the same thing. Thirteen. It looked like a blue card to me. And, a, and she's like, "What is that bad?" And I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> well, I'm like, I, I will say in in her in her defense, car dealerships are sketchy as fuck. Yes. And they will do that thing where they're like, "What do you want to pay a month?" I know. And, right. Right. But that's right. why I wanted but, to be there. But that's it. That's exactly it's, what I was it's about predatory. to say. Is that you're not going there to be like, "I'll solve this for you." You're going there to make sure. Everything's we, on the up and that we both team. don't get fucked. It's a team yeah. thing, and you're. She's just like, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> and then and a half on an egg. Then, then, fucking then we get separated and divorced or whatever. And then I find out she she was like, I'm gonna sell the Echo. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. And uh, this is in that period uh, during the divorce where we're disentangling our, our stuff. She was like, I'm going to sell the Echo. And I'm like, I look it up, Kelly Blue Book. It's worth 9800 or something, I want to say. She sold it for, told me she got a good deal on it. She sold it for $3,500 in oh, cash. Oh, my God. At a dealer. She's like, yeah, I got a good deal. I'll give you 3500 bucks. And I was like, it's worth 9000 And she's like, that's not what they said. I'm like, thank God we're getting divorced. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah. That, 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 let me, I'm doing the math in my head. That's a bad deal. 
<laughs> just FYI. God damn it. <laughs> it took me a second to get. I was waiting. They were both taking a drink. I was like, oh, this is going to be perfectly timed. <laughs> they were both. <laughs> so now that we're talked about a bunch of failed relationship stuff, Gus, you want to talk about cleaning your gun? <laughs> nah, we can hold off we'll, on that. We'll, that's, we'll, that, that's, a, that's a teaser. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there eventually. Um, I did go jet skiing yesterday. What? Yeah. Sunday it, jet skiing. It's too hot. It was fucking hot. Like, what better way to beat the heat than being in the water? But you're hang not on, hang in on. the water. You're not in the water. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I was on the water. Yeah, yeah, it was different. hot. It was hot. Yeah, it was brutal. Do you? How much sunscreen do you have to put on? I put on a fair amount. Yeah. I mean, do I look? I don't look burned. Well, right? no. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming because yeah. of your tattoos and everything. Like, like, you have to I like just, slather yourself. I just use like a SPF 50, like spray. I don't have problems. Now let me ask you guys this. Uh, it feels like when you hear about people going in the water here. You don't go in the water around the city. You got to go like way out, like Lake Travis, all that stuff. Has it always Fuck Lake been? Travis? It's it, the, the the reason is, and I, you're probably asking because of like Lady Bird Lake, right? Yeah, it's that stuff. And then yeah. you always hear about that. Has it always been yeah. that yes. way? I guess is. So Lady Bird Lake used to be called probably when you moved here it was Town Lake. Yeah, it was they renamed yeah, yeah, it yeah. Uh, a few years ago. Um, do you know why you're not supposed to go in the water there? I just assume it's gross. It's filled with construction debris. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Right. When they were when like and toxic algae right now. Yeah, but yeah. During during one of the earlier boom periods of Austin when they were destroying and rebuilding everything, instead of taking all the construction debris to be properly disposed of, they just bulldozed it into the into Ladybird Lake. So you have to be careful. That's why they also mm-hmm. tell you don't jump off of bridges into the water because you yeah. might get stabbed with rebar. Yeah. If you if you go if you go too far into the water. It's just filled with old concrete, rebar, and steel so, uh, at the bottom there. So it is like when people say like this water's fucking gross, don't go in this water. Yeah, that's they mean. Yeah, there's probably asbestos and dude, and everything you can imagine. In that's there. a great thing to look up on TikTok or Instagram. Is all the people that go supping on Town Lake yeah. or on Ladybird, and then they decide they're gonna swim, and then they come back and they just have hives all over their body from all this fucking toxic algae. Yeah, I would stay out of there. I there, go to Lake there, Austin. I think there's a I don't, Lake Travis is too far away and it's too choppy and trashy. Lake Austin is perfect. Yeah. I like Lake, Lake Austin. I think they found a new strain of. Toxic Toxic algae. Did in, they really? In uh, Ladybird Lake, uh, just this past weekend, I think I saw a story about keep it. Keep your fucking dogs. Yeah, it's super toxic. Yeah, out of Ladybird Lake, yeah, it's, it's really thing. bad for dogs. Uh, but yes, it was too hot. It was like a, it hit like 110 yesterday. Too hot to be out on the lake. The reason I did it is because at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, I'm getting uh, I'm getting the I'm getting my dick lasered off like Blofeld did to James Bond. You're getting your dick lasered. I'm getting the off. vasectomy. I'm going to laser okay, my balls. Okay, okay. So I, can, I won't be able to ride a jet ski or a bicycle, unfortunately, for four to six yeah, weeks. Just I, was, I was thinking Varys from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, they're going to lay me on a that's, table, that's, that's, and that's the, the, the yeah, fucking yeah. laser's going to go uh, is, is, is Dick Chop doing the, the procedure? <laughs> yeah, Dr. Dick Chop. It is? R- Richard Chop, no, it's not. Oh. Uh, I don't, I don't want to get too into it, because this is a uh, uh, Rooster Teeth podcast, but... Uh, if you're ever looking for a highlight from Omega 64 podcast, it is uh, Sean explaining how his vasectomy worked to us who had wishful thinking as to how a vasectomy worked and then showed Garrett the his cuts, his open yeah. wounds. Uh, I thought, I'll give you a shot in the leg and then like it'll numb everything around there. That's not what they do. No. They go right in. That's what they do for me. That's they're going to put lidocaine on me, <laughs> and they're going to give me they tell you to get you in the ah, door. No, no, then, listen, then they no, strap no. you in they like James me, Bond. And they, gave like, me, they gave me Valium uh-huh. that I can take beforehand, uh-huh. and they're going to give me laughing gas. Yes, yeah, yeah. The, Valium's not a painkiller. I know, but they're going to they're gonna give me a Valium to, to, to make me drunky, and then uh, then uh, they're going to put lidocaine all over it. They said I'll yeah. feel a pinch, uh-huh. but then they'll put give me the laughing gas. And, dude, I've been laughing gas... 
is I believe in because that's how I've gotten through my 92 uh, uh, root canals. Sean said the craziest thing is the smell. Yeah, I've when heard that the smell. The, when you hear it and then you smell it and you go, oh, that's just that's my balls. Just burning balls. Yeah. Wow. So I had to get one last jet ski out before I can. I got to take care of the. Yeah. Yeah. You had to go come on a jet ski and then. Now he's ready. <laughs> <laughs> now take, take the swimmers out one last time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, man. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I think so. Question marks. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So say like we're getting around or like the 35, 40 minute mark, whatever. Uh, coffee here. Because there was a lot of. Um, Gus, not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan. How long did it? So you we went, we walked in. To we got our coffee, coffee immediately. We waited for yours for an hour. Yes, <laughs> and there's like you, five you, people you, working. You all were yeah. next in line, so yeah. I said, "Oh, okay, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to find a spot." Yep. I wasn't sure how crowded it was going to be. I came out here and sat alone for 20 minutes. Yes, while you all waited for coffee. Uh, to be inside. fair, we were watching Creep Show on the TV. In yeah, the- it was pretty cool. It yeah. was good. We got our coffee right away. We got yeah. me and Jeff got iced coffees. I'm iced coffee during the summer, guy. Ten out of ten. Uh, it's uh, ninety three degrees at ten thirty in the morning. So of course I'm drinking a hot americano. Uh huh. Oh, I asked you if you wanted it iced, and you said hot, and I said okay. I've made my bed. I need to sleep in it yep. now. Um, so, How is it? It's okay. It's better than I remember. Okay, uh, that's uh, good. Maybe it's 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 not out of all the places we've been. It's not my favorite, mm-hmm. but it's fine. There's nothing. Great wrong food with it. here. Shrimp and grits on the weekend. Very good here. What? They have shrimp, shrimp and, and grits. grits? Yeah, like on Sundays. Brunch. I don't know how to process that. That shrimp? You come to the coffee house and get shrimp and grits? Are you guys not... You guys aren't from... Not you, from no. I don't eat... It's gr- a big It's a grits? big weekend meal in the South. I know, I, oh. I know shrimp and grits. Yeah. I think we're more concerned about... We're questioning the location you're <laughs> yeah, getting it from. Going to the coffee house and it, getting the, the shrimp, shrimp and grits, grits is not what we're questioning. It's... <laughs> Here, what's wrong with getting shrimp and grits here at the coffee house? Yeah, they have a full bar. They have a full, like, uh, kitchen. I, I guess I did not. I didn't look at the full kitchen. They have all kinds of food. Oh, I'm telling I, you, the bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich is phenomenal. But like bacon, egg, and cheese. So like that's the thing. That. Here's, here's yeah. the thing. Here's but the shrimp thing. and grits is like just it's just like br- but, uh, breakfasty but, brunch food. But you explain like yeah, the breakfast sandwich is good here. It's like well, you go to most coffee shops and there's like a breakfast sandwich or breakfast tacos or whatever. Yeah, shrimp and grits is such a like far throw from a breakfast sandwich. Listen, yeah, you, you should try their lasagna. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me, me, and, me and Gus looked at each other <laughs> wide eyed. <laughs> uh, like you can you can raise a pig and chickens right here where we're sitting if you want to. You can't raise fucking shrimp here. No. Also, I Jeff, would be worried if I was eating chicken that was raised here. I would be worried here. if I was eating shrimp here. Oh come on! You can buy shrimp at H E B. That's different. <laughs> they have a whole supply I'm chain. I'm sure they get it from fucking Cisco, just like everybody else in Austin. I guess I'm I sure guess. the shrimp comes is sourced from the same fucking company that all the fa- that Uchiko gets it from. Oh, uh, I really doubt that. I really <laughs> yeah, have Uchi- doubts about that. <laughs> I doubt they get their food from yeah. Cisco. Sherrywood like Coffee fair. House next to the Monarch. Um, Jeff looked over at the fence for the first time. What was your review of the other side of the fence? Uh, it's the woods. Was a is anyone doing what? needle drugs back no, there? No, there was no needle drugs. <laughs> back what is this building, by the way? Isn't this like a commercial laundry facility or something? Yeah, it's been a laundry it, facility the entire. It yeah, uh, yeah. smells yeah. like it. I keep smelling laundry. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever. I, I, mean, I know I've never been inside, but I think I've seen like laundry trucks coming and going over yeah. the many years okay. I've been in this area. So we reviewed the coffee. Um, why does everything say so Garden District? I, I I have a question. I'm looking at their sign out there on the street, Cherrywood Coffee House. Yeah. Why do they have to emphasize that they have real food? Well, the shrimp and grits on the weekend. <laughs> Lunch, dinner, real food. They're like, because <laughs> they're like, this is some fucking breakfast taco nonsense. We're what not just the, repackaging. Because you know what it is? Because they're like, we're not just reselling day old taco deli tacos like everybody else does. 
We're making real food. Like, lasagna. come get a cooked sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Come get, forget those bacon, egg, and cheese tacos from Taco Deli. Dude, the difference is... <laughs> oh, no, the forget bacon, those bacon, egg, and cheese tacos. You can get a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich yeah, here. Yeah, the difference being the bacon, egg, and cheese tacos from Taco Deli that you would get here or anywhere else isn't made there. It's made a day before at the Taco Deli factory, and then it's shipped across town. Taco Deli factory? Huge yeah. factory. Yeah, it's on Burn It. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I find it weird that you guys are criticizing a place just, for I, caring enough to create d- real, d- food. real food is a weird thing to put uh, on your sign. That's all. Like, it already says lunch, dinner. Okay, I get it. Like, real food. That makes me question it. I think they just want to emphasize their shrimp and grits without saying it explicitly. You know, I don't even know if they still have shrimp and grits. It's just what I used to eat here all the time. I haven't, I haven't been here in years. I probably haven't been here in five years. Uh, how, how does it feel to be back then? Identical. Hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it. Uh, yeah, I haven't been here in, I don't think I've been here in probably like seven or eight years. But you're right, it feels exactly the same. Like, yeah. I feel like nothing has, has changed at it's all. Walking uh, at back in time, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's funny because th- this coffee shop is close to Thunderbird, which we did a previous episode at. It's just down Cherrywood over here. But, like, if I was in the middle between these two coffee shops, I think I would go to Thunderbird every time. I think yeah. the coffee's better at Thunderbird, for my taste, personally. Gus had a lot to say on the drive here. Thunderbird, to me, <laughs> is more of a, like, you go in, you get a coffee, and you take off. Like, on your way to somewhere. I feel like when I go to Cherrywood, it's to sit down. It's. It, I feel like the ambiance of a coffee shop means a lot to you. Because you, had, you means a lot to say to about the ambiance of over at Flight Path, which also isn't too far from here. Yeah. It's, it's weird. For me, it's, it's just the coffee. I don't give a fuck what the place looks like or anything. Do they have, like, if I'm going to sit down, do they have Wi-Fi for me to... I think use fine, great coffee, cool. I think it's because if I had to guess, a lot of it probably has to do with growing up in Alabama and just having there be nothing cool yeah. to explore. Like when I was in high school, there wasn't a place like this. And I remember when I was in the army, I was like maybe twenty. We, I, I was, I spent a summer in uh, South Carolina and Columbia, going to like through yeah. a, a photography program at the University of South Carolina. Go Gamecocks, right? And uh, <laughs> that's the closest thing I have. Is I did one semester at the University of South Carolina. That's my, <laughs> go, go Gamecocks. Gamecocks. That's what they are, right? You can pick uh, anything. <laughs> they don't tell you no. Yeah, we're the Gamecocks. What is Tennessee's like the volunteers? The volunteers. volunteers, yeah. yeah. Gamecocks. Gamecocks, yeah. The fuck? <laughs> and uh, At least not a racist name they have to change. Yeah. There I mean, was, let's, let's look on the bright side. There was a coffee shop by the college that I would go to that was just like a typical, typical, I was trying to say typical and stereotypical at the same time, stereotypical coffee shop, like college coffee shop, like broken ass couches, brightly painted old walls in an old house that's kind of like been converted, you know, like very, a bunch of like dudes in berets trying to impress girls, re, you know, reading Sartre and stuff. And uh, I just fell in love with it because it was like what I'd seen in movies, right? Like, and so uh, I just, I thought like this is, I finally get to experience these places. And I think since that moment that like imprinted, that matter it's always mattered to me. I see. So you're looking for like that idyllic movie or TV experience. I think so, yeah. I get it. I think so, yeah. It's funny because I also, I grew up in a small town in the middle of nowhere. I just want anything. <laughs> Maybe that's, <laughs> that's my thing. It's like anything is better than nothing. Anything's yeah. better than where I grew up uh, out in the ass end of nowhere. I, I remember I was talking with my wife the other day. Uh, she's visited the town I grew up in a few times. And uh, I don't know why we were talking about it. We were talking about the town I grew up in. And uh, she was like, I know you told me what a shithole it was and yeah. how there was nothing to do there all the time. But when I, I wasn't, even that didn't prepare me for when I visited the first time. She's like, <laughs> you were not exaggerating. That's like in the middle of nowhere. Nothing. I was like, yeah. And the town you visited is about twice as big as the town I grew up in. Like it was even less going on back then. What a, and no internet. 
Yeah. Good God. That's kind of like I've, I've taken people up to Colleen and Harker Heights, and I describe, Ugh. like, where I, where I was stationed, I describe it as, like, a third-world country, and people are like, yeah, whatever. And they go, and they're like, oh, I would never go back. It's like <laughs> liquor stores, pawn shops, and uh, wig stores? Yeah, pretty much. It's like, uh, it's just places designed to take your, your paycheck on payday. Yeah. The wig store. <laughs> I, it, it just stood out to me. There's a lot of them there. I don't know. Not that I go there often. Or it's probably been <laughs> 20 years since I've been there. I haven't been there in a long time. I don't even know why either. I've been the last time I would be there. But anyway, I'm glad I'm glad we're here in Austin, and yeah. we can, and we have been here for the last 25 years, so yeah. we can we can talk about it and share stupid experiences like drug dealers selling yeah. <laughs> drugs on the front door of a house that's not there. And theirs. a cobra. Uh, I'm excited to for like this next season of the show since we're seasonal to uh, find some other coffee shops. We've been kind of like east. Uh, maybe try to go a little north and like a little west and everything. And yeah, we've we've stayed pretty close to Rooster yeah. Teeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think we're we're yeah. hitting up all the all the stuff in the general vicinity. So yeah. we're gonna start expanding. I out. think we should, we're gonna need to probably f- do some down south. Just yes. Focus yeah. on like our old stomping grounds where we used to live and whatnot. There's no, that's unrecognizable down there. There's probably thirty coffee shops on South First alone. It's just yeah. like every block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we? It feels like we're getting pretty close to wrapping yeah. up. Should we tell one quick story that's a holdover? We can cover this real fast. Okay. Dude selling speakers. Oh, oh yeah. Stations. Okay. Speaking of go. South Austin. Yep. Speaking of South Austin. That's there, good. So, um, and by the way, this might have been the case in other cities in the 90s and yeah. the 2000s. It just was very well, much the case in Austin. Also, it, it was very specific because, I don't, I don't know if you remember, when we, I'm sure you remember, in the late 90s when you know we both moved here, they had just built that Metropolitan Theater down uh, yeah. south. We were so excited. Yeah, and right across from it, there used to be another theater. I think it was a- Tinseltown South. Was it the Tinseltown? Oh, yeah, it was yeah. right. Tinseltown South. That one got built right around the same time. And I want to say that theater opened in 99 or 2000. It opened before Metropolitan. Did it? Yeah. Okay. I, I think only we ever went to that Regal- oh, I'm sorry. We only went to that Tinseltown South one time, maybe we, twice. We saw- uh, We saw. Uh, this gives you an idea how long ago. We saw Mission Impossible 2 there together. <gasps> was that- Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. So when they were building that theater- you know, this is when I lived off of Riverside. I felt like any time I would go, there wasn't. I used Bank of America at the time. Fuck them, by the way. Um, there was an ATM. It's still there, uh, like right off of Riverside. And what is that? <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? Saying Club Carnival's parking lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I would always go to that ATM. A prank story there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, any time I would use that ATM, there was always a white van that would drive up, and it was always the same spiel every time. Like, hey, you want to? Uh, I'm working to install the speaker system down at the Tinseltown South, but my boss accidentally ordered too many speakers. They, yeah, they sent these extra ones. It's theater quality speakers. Do you want to buy them for 300 bucks or whatever? He's like, he says, if I, I if I come back with these speakers, I'm gonna lose my job. Yeah, and, and I, I was fucking broke as hell back then. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't have bought the speakers. Second of all, I didn't have 300 dollars, and I'd be like, no, dude, sorry, I don't, I don't have the money. And he'd always be like, but you ride in an ATM, you can pull it out. Like, yep. you want to see the balance? Like, I don't, I don't have the 300 bucks. But it was always like, they were. It was always the same dudes in the same white van trying to sell the same shitty speakers, claiming it was for the Tinseltown South uh, to whoever and, they could. And they would anywhere in the South, anytime you would go to a gas station, there was like a 25% chance. You'd have to look over your shoulder. There was like a 25% chance some dude would walk up and be like, hey, man, you like speakers? You listen to music? And you're like, what? And he'd always give you the same fucking spiel. Yeah. I remember we used to always eat at Super Salad down there. And I felt like every time I would mm-hmm. go down there and, and I would get gas around that Super Salad. It was like would, South Lamar and Ben White. Yeah. It's yeah. where the... Trudy South used to be, right? Yeah, yeah, right across, um, across the street from there. Yeah, and across it was constant. It was like you just constantly harassed about speakers. Yeah, anywhere, anytime you would stop in a parking garage, a parking lot, or a gas station in Austin, for about five years there. Yeah, they're gone now. I, mean, I can't remember the last time anyone tried that, uh, tried to pull that. I assume that scam exists in other cities and states too. Oh, I, I mean, I got it when I was on 
when I was going to college. Yeah. They would come to like college campus and then follow like in like the parking lot and be like, oh, I'll just follow you to an ATM. And it's like, no, you fucking won't. <laughs> there was a, there was another thing they would always do. I remember this in your apartment complex is there would always be like a dude would always show up from like Pizza Padrone or oh, one two yeah. three pizza and just be like, anybody want a five dollar pizza? I got pizza here. And he would just have like pizzas they would make and they'd just go around the apartment complexes. Yeah. And just be like, pepperoni pizza, eight bucks, five bucks. What? Yeah. yeah. They would just like park out there. I don't I don't know if that's they, insane. I don't know if that was like a strategy of theirs or if it was like a fake order and like know. the dude's now left with an extra pizza and yeah. he would just be like in the parking lot yelling, Who wants a pizza? And a do great business. Somebody would always buy those pizzas. Whatever works. Yeah. Whatever works. Entrepreneurship. Yep. Um, Do you remember that ATM you're talking about specifically? I remember one that you were so fucking mad. You came home. It was when we lived together. You had been hanging out with Frank. And you came <laughs> home and you're like, I'm going to fucking kill Frank. And I'm like, why? What's going on? He's like, I fucking. It's, lu- it's, it's lucky Frank is a, it knows Kung Fu because I would fucking kill him. And I'm like, what is going on? He was like, we're at the. F- it's midnight. We're stop at the ATM. In, and Riverside was a sketchy part of town back then. I guess it's not... I mean, it's... It's different. It's a college part yeah. of town. Yeah. But it was fucking... It was pretty gross back in the 90s and early 2000s. And Gus was like, I'm in that fucking ATM. And it's always scary because there's always just like dudes driving by in cars slow at night Trying watching to you, speakers you and <laughs> speakers to you. And there's I was like people... Like, I remember I stopped going to the cabana on Riverside at night because there were too many fights at the uh, cabana. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, I don't want to go. I want to go to cabana, but I don't want to see two guys get into a gang fight, you know? And Gus was like, so I'm at this fucking, and, and I'm, I'm like taking out money to pay rent or something. And Frank's with me. And there's like 10 dudes behind me who all look like they want to kill me. And, uh, and Frank's like, $300? Oh, my God. What do you need so much money for? And I'm like, Frank, shut the fuck up. And he's like, dude, seriously, that's a lot of money. Is that the max you can take out in an ATM? $300? What the fuck? I forgot about this. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Gus was like, I had to run to my car. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, fuck? my. God. It was a very frank thing to do. Yeah. Just, just socially that's, that's very inept. Very frank. Or unaware. Just unaware. Unaware. Yeah, of the, of the surroundings. Oh, my God. One yeah. time, here's another great Frank story. He used to work out off FM2222. Which I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've been on that road. It's but very it's like windy. super windy before you get up to 360, right? And uh, it's actually where I've been taking my daughter to learn how to drive because it's uh, it's good for that. Um, it's scary as shit to teach somebody to drive on. <laughs> One day I get a call from Frank at like 8 a.m. He's like, "Hey man, can you uh, can you give me a ride?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess. Where, where do you need a ride to?" And he's like, "Well, I need a ride to work, but I got to pick something up for my car first. And I'm like, "Why don't you just take your car to work?" And he's like, "Well, I can't because I wrecked it." But anyway, uh, can you go? I take me to my car. I got to get something out of my car for work, and then can you take me to work? And I'm like, I guess he wrecked his car in 2222, driving like 80 miles an hour, and crashed on the side of the road. He went. I had to drive over, pick him up, get the stuff out of his car because it was still abandoned there. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to your car? And he's like, oh, I wrecked it again, man. And I'm like, what is going on? And it was like the third or fourth time he had wrecked a car or a motorcycle going way too fast on roads like FM 2222. And another thing that annoyed me about him that day is I was like, I helped him pick up his stuff. And then he's like, yeah, I got to be at work at nine. And I'm like, well, we're going to, okay, well, I can get you there on time. And he's like, let's stop and get breakfast first. And I'm like, but you got to be at work at nine. And he's like, yeah, but I got to eat. Yeah. And like, I didn't, no, yeah. didn't care to be at work on time. I'm like, well, why are you in such a fucking hurry in your car then? And I was like, like close to intervention time. It's like, you keep wrecking these fucking cars. Yeah. You got it. And I, I told him, I said, what have you learned? Uh-huh. What, like, seriously, Frank, what have you learned? And he goes, I need a performance vehicle. <laughs> no, I think what he says, I need performance tires. I'm gonna be tires. driving yeah, yeah, like He's that. like, I need performance tires. That was his takeaway. Was that Dude. like everything he was doing was fine. He just didn't have the right tires. Dude, that rules. Do you remember one time? So we're on the Frank tangent. I'm sorry, we're gonna no, keep no, going. This is this is great. I was hanging out 
at my apartment. It was like a Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, it was a Friday or Saturday night. It was late. It was like 11 p.m. or midnight. And uh, my phone rang. And it was Frank. <laughs> and he's like, hey, uh, I need a favor. <laughs> he said, I wrecked my car. <laughs> and uh, I need you to come pick me up. I was like, okay. Where are you? League City. Where <laughs> the fuck is South League of City? Houston. What? What? Yeah, and I'm like, <sighs> okay. So <laughs> I get in my car like at 11 p.m. or midnight, and I drive down to League. It's like a three-hour drive. I, I get there like at one or two in the morning, uh-huh. and uh, you know Frank's there with his fucked up car. Oh no, I, I pick I, I pick up Frank, and then he's like, "Hey, we need to stop by my car so I can get some stuff." <laughs> there's some. There's a pattern here. <laughs> we go to his, car. his car is just totally fucked up. Uh, like help him get whatever shit he needs out of his car, and then we have to drive back to Austin, and that motherfucker. Falls asleep on the drive back. <laughs> Pull over and kick him out. Kick him out. I got back home like at Do you five know? or six, and it was like dawn. I just I'd been driving to and from League City all night. We do you remember? Um, I was actually having this like I was having a conversation slash argument with Emily over the weekend about uh, I don't like living spaces i think that store's gross okay. and she wants to go there a lot and i'm like i'm not gonna I, I, it's like it's a weird it's a weird thing i have i get it she's like you're so weird about this one thing you don't care about anything else but you don't want to i'm weird about furniture right and we used to do you remember we used to go to houston so much back in the day but one of the main reasons we used to go to houston back in the day was because that was where the ikea was yeah. so we would all get together on the weekend and i had a truck for a little while yeah and we would drive we'd have big ikea trips we drive down to houston three and a half hours to go shop no, at ikea all it, day it was only like to the, the ikea two and a half hours like two and a half hours yeah, yeah it wasn't that bad it was by the gateway oh the west side and houston. because there was nowhere else for 25-year-olds to buy furniture that they could afford in Austin because there was no Ikea, right? It was the only affordable place. And it used to be, we would get so excited and we'd spend all day and we would eat. It was like a... It's a a two-level Ikea. Yeah. And it was like, it was so fucking cool to us to get to drive down and buy like I don't know, reasonably cool furniture that you could afford. My, my car broke down there. That's a that's story for another time. Well, I was, was going to say, this reminds me of a certain trip you and I, and uh, once again, my first ex-wife, took to Houston to visit our friend John. And oh, God. you that's, that, got, that, you got, we'll tell this story That's another time. story. You got drunk. Me. You got argumentatively you got drunk. drunk. You did too. You locked yourself in a bedroom. You pull, We had to pull over so you get out and vomit. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I didn't lock myself in a bedroom and refuse to come out Listen. and weird out all the other people uh, at the party. Uh, we also, do you remember yes, the bad yes. thing we did there? Yes. We got drunk. Yes. Oh, we did a bad we, thing. We, we, we had to save it. We did a bad thing. That we did a bad thing. Yeah. I, I'm not, not my proudest moment. No. By far. No, not at all. All right. I yeah, think, it's probably I think good, Eric's good been trying to, to wrap up forever. Uh, I, no, this is he, fine. This is we. You want to get on these tangents. You want to get tangential with this show because all of a sudden it's like here's four Frank stories and they are the craziest thing I've ever heard. Well, it's a template. Back- I'm sure you, you figured it out by now. <laughs> I I will say uh, the first time I heard it, I went, wow, that's crazy. And then the second time I heard it, I went, huh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> wow. One uh, time, one time, Frank. One time, <laughs> do it. Do one it, time, do it. Saturday night. Four in the morning, uh-huh. my doorbell rings. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get up, I go to my doorbell. It's Frank in a full, like in full drag. What? Like in a dress and makeup and everything. I don't know why. And he goes, hey, man, can I get a ride home? And I go, yeah, what, what, do, you, what do you got going on here? What's, what are you all dressed up for? And he, I don't even remember why. He was like, ah, I was just doing a thing. And I was like, okay. All right, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, how did you get here? And I don't remember, but he somehow got to my house at four in the morning to get a ride home. I don't know how he got to my house. 
let alone. But that was a very frank thing. You just like you would go to bed and you'd be like, maybe tonight's the night I get a, the doorbell rings at four a.m. Yeah. Maybe the tooth fairy will visit you. Maybe, maybe it'll be the tooth, maybe I'll have to go to Houston. Yeah. I, you know, you never know. I think it's always great to have friends like that. Yeah, where keeping it, it truly, interesting. Yeah, where it is just an X factor of like. Yeah. Hey, I'm in rehab. Can you break me out? And you go, yeah. Or, yeah. hey, do you want to go get breakfast? I'll definitely be late for work. <laughs> hey, I can't. This is a different story, different day. Probably shouldn't. A little darker, but be like, hey, man, uh, I got to go to work today. Can you come breathe in my car? That, like, that, that was that was not him. That was someone else. That was else. not Frank. That was someone else. Oh, wow. This like, is exciting. Hey, um, can you write? Can, if I come over to your house and I give you a piece of paper, can you sign it saying that, you, that I haven't drank? And you're like, yeah, sure. I, I can do that for you, sure. And they go like, they come over and they go, okay, uh, can you do it in this? Here's nine pins in different colors. Can you do, sign all these dates in different colors so it looks like? And can you try to vary your signature a little bit? Oh, my <laughs> also God. Also a different person, not Also Frank. a different person. Very wow. About that. I can't wait to hear these stories. This is great. Uh, any guess for the name for Anma? Uh, it's a new season. We should have good guesses. You've had I have many weeks off. Another meticulous autocracy. Ooh, that's good. Is that it? That's too fancy. Mm, animals. <laughs> no, oh, that's very fitting, but Damn. no. Uh, well, I'm out of guesses. If you want to guess, you can tweet at us at Anima Podcast, and you can hit us on Instagram at Anima Podcast. Um, keep up to date with the show, probably, or whatever. And, a new uh, maritime adventure. Ooh. That's a different show. Uh, that's if yeah. we were getting shrimp for shrimp and <laughs> So weird, you guys are weirded up by yep. shrimp. Uh, we should probably come out with merch for the show eventually. Um, but coffee for now, mug. just enjoy it. Yeah, we should have a coffee. Mug. I I feel like we'll have a coffee line at yeah. some point. Well, I had a mug. lot of people message me and say, "Like, hey, I'm a coffee roaster. I would love to roast coffee for you." I will say, please don't message me about that. Or if you can have a job, I can't do either one of these yeah. things. I can't. I don't have the power that it takes. I didn't start this company, so I don't have the power that I don't it takes have the to power hire you. I don't know. See, there you go. The Gus and I did start the company. We have zero power <laughs> no. somehow. People, so don't ask us. Yeah. People ask me for stuff sometimes. Like, I can't help you. Like, I didn't you no start idea. the company? Like, I haven't. Yeah, but I'm, like, I could probably get you a free T-shirt. I'm powerless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I did see a bunch of people saying that if we were going to make a shirt, because I don't feel like this is a merch-heavy podcast. No, no. Like, but there's face where that's all like, we do. But yeah, but like, there should be. I feel like there's something. I, I saw a couple of people say that we like. I guess at some point we said, like, make your own podcast, and, like, somebody said that oh, would make yeah. a good Oh, yeah, 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 that, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. It so was... send all your suggestions to Eric Bedore. God damn it. No, don't do that. A, a funny a funny shirt or poster could just be all the different attempts at like, Anma. Cro- like, yeah. crossed out yeah. and everything. Yeah. But And then at the bottom it just says Anma. All right, I'll tell <laughs> Tony. It's, it's a blank space where you can fill in whatever you think <laughs> the name Write it is. in. Uh, but that'll do it for this week. That's... I think the ninth episode of this podcast. Yes, so. Jesus. Big episode number ten coming up. You doing anything special Turn for it? Turn your odometer over. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot blanks. Are you I, gonna show up with like a frozen bag of peas on your desk? I bought two bags of peas yesterday. Yeah, they, they recommend the peas. Yep. Here's peas. the thing. I've thought about. I bought it at Secret HEB. It's because penis. Mm. Oh, thought about a vasectomy, but I, the thing that worries me is the first time you fire off after, I would just be worried it's blood. Uh, you know what I mean? It probably will be. No! I don't okay. know. All I right. should ask about that. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Any parting words? I think all men should get vasectomies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm leading the charge. Good way to start this one. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>